morning, everyone, and welcome to the morning show. Good morning, Andy. Good morning. How are you today? I'm doing well. How are you? I know you're probably a little flustered because the power went out last <laughs> night. That's one of your least favorite things. When the power goes out? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had no trouble. Do you know what caused the power outage down here? It turns out that uh, the vault underground on Pearl Street got flooded. Oh, so shoot. they had to shut it down to drain it. Oh. So from uh, quarter of 10 till 12.30 this morning, no power. Sorry to hear that. <laughs> but we're back up now. It's back now, yes. Power, it's a wonderful thing. Uh, 27 degrees in Jackson, and this is our first freeze of the year. Did it feel cold to you outside It felt today? cold, and you know, weirdly enough, I did not wear a coat this morning. But uh, yeah, we saw frost on the ground on the way to school, mm -hmm. and it's getting darker, uh, staying darker later and getting darker earlier. And I keep thinking that we missed fall backwards. This weekend. Yeah, I know. I keep thinking we missed it, and it should have happened. I feel like it's going to get dark at about 3.15 p.m. once we do that. It well, probably will. No. A uh, chance of rain and snow showers today and a high of uh, 45 degrees. So below normal. We are supposed to be in the low to mid 50s this time of year. So we still have Indian summer. It should be us. nice on Sunday, I think. I think Sunday is going to be a sneaky nice day. So it'll be nice. Um, nice it will be a nice weekend. Yeah. Uh, yesterday, election day, and Jackson mm -hmm. has a new mayor. Daniel Mahoney was elected Jackson's new mayor, defeating John Wilson by it was a pretty close race. Yeah, it was close. Yeah, 2,077 votes to 1,745 votes. Mahoney, a uh, native of Jackson, will assume the post of Jackson mayor on December 1st, taking over the seat from Derek Dobies, who chose not to seek re-election. And last night at a victory party, Mahoney said, I am making history as Jackson's first black mayor. Not just the first black mayor for namesake, but someone who's actually qualified to do the job. And he's very excited about Yeah, very excited. Mm -hmm. Very yep. excited. And he's in the building today with us. Yes. So we will get to uh, talk to Jackson's mayor-elect Daniel Mahoney later on in today's show, so stay tuned for that. Other uh, other races were uh, ran as well last night. City Council. City Council. So Arlene Robinson defeated Dina Morgan in Ward 1. Angelita Gunn defeated Caleb Blonke in Ward 3. And then Karen Bunnell ran uh, unopposed in Ward Five, although Peter Bormuth did receive about six or sixty-three write-in votes in that in that race. Mm -hmm. So, yes, um, Peter Bormuth uh, sat on the curb outside the uh, Ward Five polling place um, all day um, campaigning. Mm -hmm. So that was—I'm pretty sure that's how he was um, able to get that many write-in votes by actually being there. Yeah, probably. And I mean, that is—you know—a decent amount of write-in votes for the mm -hmm. amount of people that did vote in that. Ward race. Yeah, turnout uh, citywide was low, about 16, just over 16% of registered voters uh, turned out. And typically in an off election year, which this is, 20% uh, turnout is average over the last uh, several elections. So uh, lower than average 
turnout, but 16%. I bet you more than 16% will have opinions and complain. <laughs> yes. That's for sure. We yes. can always count on that. I think there should be a rule. If you didn't vote, you can't complain. You should have to uh, show proof of voting yeah. now before you complain. Yep, you yeah, that's a good idea. Vaccination sticker, a vote sticker. Uh. <laughs> that's too many stickers. <laughs> we don't need to be wearing stickers. Hey, uh, baseball, the Braves won the uh, World Series. I don't know if you knew that. I'm, mm -hmm. You're probably surprised I know that. So I'm just happy that uh, Houston did not win and that uh, baseball season is over. I'm glad we don't have to see the fans in the stands do that uh, horrible uh, yell and chant and uh, arm motion. Have you seen the I'm amount of, of that. Uh, the amount of fights, Brandon? You probably noticed this. The amount of fights in the stands at pro sporting events. I can't get enough of it. It's insane, <laughs> um, and it's a lot of times it's uh, fans from the same team fighting each other. But uh, yeah, there's been a lot of that this year. Do they serve um, like alcohol at sporting events? Not that I'm aware of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that has a lot to do with it. You see a lot of these fights in these uh, NFL, mostly NFL and NHL stadiums. And yeah, people have been drinking all day. And you know, you're watching a physical tough sport. So you immediately think, you know, you're tough. Right. And well, it's so the, the coaches. The coaches uh, set the standard for their behavior on the sidelines when they're ripping their headsets off and screaming yes. top of their lungs in the faces of officials and umpires. Why shouldn't this people in the I don't, stands? I don't think that's why I they think fight, it is. But I think coaches' behavior is uh, abysmal. You must uh, be watching Brian Kelly in Notre <laughs> Dame because that's the only coach that I see act like that. Well, you don't watch many games then, do you? The uh, um, election day was not just in Jackson. Uh, in Columbia School District, voters approved uh, millage for a sinking fund for uh, school repairs and technology. In Waterloo Township, voters approved uh, millage for uh, police protection services. And uh, nationwide, there were probably uh, four or five um, big uh, pieces of news. Um, Virginia, like, right? Oh, Virginia, yes. Um, Glenn Youngkin uh, defeated Terry McAuliffe uh, and a big defeat for Democrats. But I, I don't know Terry McAuliffe um, <laughs> at all, but he doesn't seem like he's a very popular person. Um, maybe that's more, more of a personality um, issue than a Democratic Republican. It could be, yeah. it could be. Uh, Mike Duggan uh, wins his third term as Detroit mayor in a landslide. Uh, Michelle Wu, elected mayor of Boston, first woman mayor and first mayor of Asian descent. Uh, Minneapolis voters said, we will still have a police department. Mm -hmm. And uh, New Yorkers elected Eric Adams to uh, lead the city out of the pandemic, uh, replacing a very unpopular current mayor, DeBuff. Mayor de Blasio? Oh, really? I thought he was popular. He's not popular. No, he they, definitely they, is not popular. Um, we always <laughs> like to talk about Florida news, so I, I thought you'd like this. So uh -huh. Governor Ron DeSantos is proposing that any law enforcement officer that moves to Florida will get a $5,000 bonus. Have you heard about that? No, I did not. Yeah, so um, that's, that's just being proposed. And... Um, you know, his message is we want law enforcement in Florida. So I, I think it's something that the, the, the rest of the country needs to look at because I do think that um, folks will leave their job 
for another post in Florida with those with those bonuses. I really do. I think it's something that people are people will look at. I think people should look at it because it's poaching, and I'm not a fan of um, poaching. I know you're not. Yeah. I know, but I think it's like anything goes at this point. So, but yeah, I don't know how much more room Florida has for people too, because as you know, people are moving in by the hundreds of thousands They won't each find day. a place to live. It's going to be very hard to find a place to live. Actually, now that you've talked me out of that $5,000 signing bonus, it's probably, <laughs> it's probably not going to mean anything because of the housing market. So you better off staying where you are. Stay where you are. See? Uh, everything, is, everything is best talked out. Uh, Indiana is also doing that. They're trying to recruit Chicago police officers to come to Indiana, and they're selling point is no vaccine required. Well, Chicago's a tough spot. I mean, you can't, it's one of those where you really don't know what's going on in Chicago unless you live and exist in it. And um, it's, it's tough, it's, it's just a tough city. It's, you know, as, as we know, crime is what it is. The murders are what they are. It's just, it's, uh, it's tough. I don't know, um, would you say the kind of the feeling around Chicago now is kind of the feeling how Detroit has been in the past? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. are you, are you, uh, are you anxious to plan that trip to Chicago with your family? Not like you used to be? No. No, you're not. The Magnificent Mile has uh, so many vacancies. Uh, some of the, the top tier stores have pulled out and there's a lot of uh, buildings and businesses boarded up on the magnificent mile. It's, it's crazy. You yeah. used to plan these holiday trips or whatever, mm-hmm. go to Chicago. Now uh, you just go to Detroit, right? That's right. It, it's amazing how, uh, how time can change and things can happen. And obviously the, what the pan- pandemic has done on top of uh, the other problems that the city of Chicago has. Mm-hmm. Not, not great. Uh, the uh, Secretary of State uh, has uh, quietly changed the um, Driver's licenses starting November 10th, you can be, you don't have to declare whether you're male or female. You can I be, thought you were going to say <clears throat> something about the graduated license. No, it's about your gender. On your um, driver's license, you can choose to be X. Really? Starting November 10th. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I have a question on the driver's license. When do we need that upgraded license to fly? March of 2023. Okay, good. So we have nothing to, nothing to worry about immediately. I was nervous because that was well, like... It was supposed Oct- to go into effect this month. October, I think October last 20. month. Yeah. yeah um, speaking of uh, travel, you saw Southwest canceled 1,400 flights over mm-hmm. the weekend and... Oh, it's just amazing. But I have good news for you. We are going, you know, we're going to Charlotte next October. I do know you that. You do know that? Well, flights came out yesterday and your son booked them. I know. They're almost free. <clears throat> almost free. I mean, they're almost free, That's the deal we got. Um, not on Southwest Is Airlines. it Southwest? No. Oh, my gosh. gosh. Uh, Southwest Airlines pilot was cited for alleged assault and battery. You've heard about all these fights on the planes. A pilot um, beat up a flight attendant. <laughs> What? Yeah, it was in a hotel bar. Oh, well, yeah. you know, you know how that happens. Mm-hmm. You know, I, every time I saw a pilot in a hotel bar when I was a youth, made me nervous. I haven't seen too many anymore, <laughs> so I feel pretty comfortable. Yeah, it seems like you'd always see, you know. Well, you used to be able to drink the and fly. Hat, the, the pilot hat sitting at the bar. Well, you, it used to be a, you used to have cocktails, it, right? Yeah, back in the day, it didn't. It used to be not frowned upon. No, you used to have cocktails and cigarettes on the airplane, and then mm-hmm. uh, that only just, behind the certain, only behind the cards. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's uh, it's nuts. So, hey, our uh, 
live game. We're going to be doing a live football game this weekend. Saturday, mm-hmm. 1 o'clock, we'll have Michigan Center at Constantine live from Constantine. And uh, our sports director, Noah Baker, made the trip to Constantine mm-hmm. yesterday to make sure that uh, everything was sufficient for the live broadcast, and it is. So we will be bringing that game to you live 1 p.m. on Saturday, and that's the district final. Let's get into some uh, volleyball scores for the Extreme Dodge scoreboard, brought to you by Extreme Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. Volleyball Division One District Skyline, they knocked Northwest out. Uh, three nothing. Northwest finishes the season with a 14, 17, and three record. You know, Skyline's really turned into a powerhouse after they. I think they opened in 2009, and big school. They are just yeah, nuts. Huge. Um, and we're gonna have seven Jackson County teams play tonight in Division Three, and uh, that's gonna be at Springport East Jackson and Columbia Central. So. Uh, we will have a complete list of that on our website right now, jtv.tv, and coverage, of course, tomorrow. And uh, the other score was Dexter 3, Jackson 0. Nice. So, um, you know, we have our, uh, one of our neighbors celebrating a big anniversary, 120 years, Curtis, Curtis, and Berlinski. I want to thank them for helping us bring you today's morning show. Uh, from downtown Jackson, one of our great uh, friends and neighbors, and 120 years, that's pretty good, it's amazing. Huh? You know how um, uh, the legislature's been working hard on the pandemic? <laughs> uh, yesterday, they, uh, the Senate moved a package of bills that uh, sponsors hope will revitalize uh, horse racing, actually horse race betting, uh, it would allow uh, wagering on historical horse races. I'm sorry? Yeah, you could bet on races that have happened in the past. Well, uh, what is this? This, this is stupid? like is this like finding a sports almanac from the future? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't get it. Conceivably, someone... We can bet on Secretariat? Literally, yeah. I mean, you could... <laughs> you could find the, the results of old horse races and win by making bets on your knowledge of betting on historical horse racing. That's what the Michigan Senate spent a good deal of uh, yesterday doing. I, I don't understand. We'll, we're going to follow up on this, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll provide more information because uh, this sounds absolutely crazy. True. It's true, but sad. Uh, we've got our job of the day. Yeah, we do have our job of the day, and this week, or today's job of the day is from the Michigan Department of Corrections. And they are hiring in our area. Get dedicated, reach success, Corrections is hiring. Corrections officers start at $18.56 an hour. Registered nurse signing bonus of $5,000. That seems to be the magic signing bonus mm-hmm. number everywhere. That's where Bron DeSantis probably got Yeah, it's probably exactly where he got that. Um, but that 5,000 will go farther in Michigan than it will in Florida. Um, so. Check out MDOC for those jobs. They will hire you immediately. Job of the day brought to you by Michigan Works Southeast. And this is StoryFest week, 34th annual StoryFest. There's uh, an event today at 11 a.m., which is the Silver Tales. And then the big event is on Friday evening at Weatherwax Hall in downtown Jackson. It's free, but they are asking you to register in advance so they can uh, keep everyone safe. 
This StoryFest showcase at 7 p.m. will include performances by Jackson School of the Arts Dance Troupe, poetry and music by Lonnie and Clyde, Center Stage Jackson, and Storytellers, storytellers Trey Howell and Satori Shakur. It's a free event. Visit myjdl.com storyfest and click the showcase registration link. It sounds like a great program. Should be fun. Sounds fun. Who's on the show today? Today we have Deborah Kabitsky <laughs> and Daniel Mahoney, new, uh, new mayor-elect on the show. We'll get things started with Deborah Kabitsky right after this break. I knew coming from changing careers, it was going to be hard for me to get an interview and I think that's the hardest part nowadays is getting your resume in the right hands and out of how many people apply for the same position, why your resume. She put me in front of the right people, which without her there was no way I would be in the position I am today. They're knowledgeable, they know what they're doing, they really know what they're doing, so they're really able to help you. I would not have found it without them. When Hannah makes a claim with America's preferred home warranty, she's able to choose her own licensed contractor for the repairs. But why does that matter? Let's see how it benefits you. First of all, you can choose a licensed contractor you know, or someone who comes highly recommended. Also, you can choose someone available on your schedule. After all, if a repair is urgent, you don't want to be waiting for the warranty company to send someone. You want it done fast. When you choose, you're in control. Your claim is determined using an independent assessment from your licensed contractor. And you can apply your claim payment to the parts and equipment that work best for your needs and budget. Finally, Hannah loves that choosing her own licensed contractor keeps money in her local community, which is a win for everyone. Just remember to always reach out to APHW before starting repairs. It's good to have a choice, and choosing your own licensed contractor with America's preferred home warranty gives you the flexibility and control you deserve. You need a plumber? Grimes Plumbing Company. Licensed and insured, proudly serves the Jackson area with fast, reliable service and competitive pricing, both for repairs and new installs. For fast, reliable plumbing service, call Grimes Plumbing today. And remember, we love water. Glad to have back on the morning show, Jackson County Health Department Health Officer and Assistant Administrator for Jackson County, Deborah Kubitsky. Good morning, Deborah. Good morning. Good morning. Great to have you back. And today the news is that kids are now eligible for the Pfizer vaccine ages 5 through 11. Yes, um, they just announced that and um, so we're making preparations. Um, we just had a, a call yesterday, a meeting to, to coordinate that. and get working on that, so we'll have that available as soon as possible. That's great. Yeah, it could, could be this week. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it could, yeah. Be, it could be this week. Some uh, national chain pharmacies have announced that they will start accepting uh, patients Saturday and Sunday. Um, here in Jackson, do you anticipate some maybe the larger school districts using 
using those districts as sites? We, um, we discussed that yesterday, reaching out, because we have had a couple of school districts where we have had on-site um, clinics, yeah. um, vaccination clinics. So we discussed yesterday reaching out to some of them again mm -hmm. to see if there's a need or a demand for that. So um, we're in the planning stages since it was just announced. Yeah. But yeah, we anticipate that, we're hoping that there will be some need for that to, to get the vaccine out there for the younger kids now. Now currently vaccines are available at the health department uh, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. That's 8 to 11.30 and 1 to 4 p.m. So four, four days a week people can get the vaccine um, almost really the entire full day. How is that going so far? Is it going pretty good? It is. They're keeping us busy, which is great. Yeah. It's great to see um, people coming in. Um, we don't have a need for a large clinic mm -hmm. yet, although adding the kids, we're going to start taking a look at that again, um, like I said, with the schools. But they're keeping us busy, which is great, at the immunization clinic on site at the health department. So, yeah, it's going good. I'll tell you what, I've been, I'm, I have a child in this age range, and the amount of testing we've had to do over the last year for sports, school, visit visits to grandma mm -hmm. is is insane so um this will help yes mm -hmm. that's exciting yeah is all that excited yeah sure mm -hmm. we just got to time it around the sports you know because we don't want to <laughs> go into a game with a weak arm yeah right you know? or if there's any side effects yeah you know minimal yeah, side effects but sometimes right. there's a little fever or something mm -hmm. you know yeah don't want her feeling so we'll see i i i'm uh i'm anxious to see how many people rush right out and how many people wait a few weeks yeah, uh, some surveys that have uh, been reported say about a third of parents are going to be first of the line. Mm -hmm. So yeah. we'll see. Yeah, yeah we we'll shall see. Know today. We'll know this week. To but, be determined. But we do know that the number of folks that are getting vaccinated will go up. So that is good news. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yes, and it'll help the schools too. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Help them out. I know they're putting in a lot of work and hours and trying to keep kids safe at the schools too. So this will help out at the schools as well. Yeah, it's a tough time for schools. If, if you're the one that's responsible for being on the phone with, the, with parents or whatever, it's just a very, very tough time because uh, everyone feels differently. It's stressful. So hopefully this will help a little bit. Yes. Yeah, and that's where the, the, the spread is. It's in schools, the kids are spreading it. And luckily it's not been affecting them health-wise yes, as yes, much as great. adults. Thank goodness. But we are um, continuing to see uh, triple-digit increases each day with um, positive cases. Uh, yesterday, uh, you reported 126 new cases and one new death. And this morning, Henry Ford Allegiance Health reporting that there are now 42 mm. persons being treated as inpatients for COVID in the hospital. 42. So. A few days ago, last week, we saw an increase of um, seven deaths in, in one day. And also last week, you were able to provide some information as to the people that are sick and the people that are dying as to whether they are vaccinated. A majority of the people that we are seeing that are getting sicker, requiring hospitalization, and, and unfortunately that are passing away are unvaccinated. Um, the statistics are showing that the vaccines are working. If you do have a breakthrough case and get sick after you've been vaccinated, we're seeing that your symptoms are milder. Mm -hmm. um, and so those individuals that we are seeing, it's a trend and the statistics are showing that that vaccine does work. Mm -hmm. um, so those that are hospitalized, a majority of them um, are unvaccinated. Yeah, 
and it's been, I think, not just in Jackson, but yeah, nationwide. Yeah, nationwide, nationwide for sure. Seems, seems, uh, Statistics are pretty yeah. consistent nationwide, yeah. How is, uh, how is your staff doing? Uh, right we're, we're doing good. Um, you know, it was it was very busy early on when the vaccines came out. Um, doing the mass vaccination clinics, the staff was working a lot of overtime and extra hours, no days off. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. to to get those vaccines out there. So now that we have the vaccines at our regular clinic, it's helped them ease back a little, get back get back to some normal life for them. Take a few days off here and there. Um, but they're doing good. Um, we're hopeful. You know, the vaccines are showing that it's working. So. Um, but they're doing good. They're doing yeah. good. We've had a lot of support, um, and so they're doing well. And again, those uh, vaccine clinics, uh, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday, morning and afternoon, practically all day, and this, they're walk-in, no appointment right. necessary. Right, absolutely, yeah. yep. Coming at your convenience. Yeah, last week uh, that went in, got their uh, booster, and it took 15 minutes. Right. In and out. That's great. Yeah, it's wonderful that the health department has this clinic available and uh, plenty of time, plenty of time for people that need to get in. And this will probably work for the kids too. You know, if you were asking me, I'm sure, I'm sure the kid, I'm sure kids could find uh, time with their parents to get in there as well. I would. Um, also, um, that, that's for either your first or second dose or um, the booster. The boosters, we are giving the boosters okay. out as well. Nice. So if you need a booster, um, feel free to stop in because we're handing those, giving those out as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, and you're used to doing uh, vaccinations for kids because that's part of uh, the immunization clinic. Uh, one of the many things that you do with the health department. Also flu shots, you're doing those this um, yes. season. It's flu season, so <coughs> we do encourage everyone to get your flu shot. Those are available as well at the health department immunization clinic. So make sure to get your flu shot. Yeah, definitely. I, got, I think I have as many shots as I can get. I got. <laughs> You might have too many <laughs> at this point. I think you might have gotten too many shots, I think. Are you get, did you get a flu shot yet? Uh, you remember that's one of the things I lie about every year? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's right. We were, uh, we're going to get, uh, we're going to talk more with Deborah Kabitsky. We're going to talk about the new American One Events Center uh, that is on Keeley Park at Jackson County right after this. At Consumers Energy, we believe change is small. Change is easy. Updating. Smart. A choice. Change is our company. Your company. Together, we can bring clean energy to Michigan and protect the environment for generations to come. Learn about your clean energy choices and how you can become a force of change. ConsumersEnergy.com change. People in Jackson are resilient, the people in Jackson are generous, and the people in Jackson work together. When I think about the future, the work we're doing with our equity focus, the work we're doing to help marginalized populations become stable, and the fact that when we do help people pull themselves out of poverty and become stable, it's so good for this whole community, it just reinforces that, that we do indeed got this. Jackson, we got this. Collins Brothers floor covering in 15 seconds. Flush carpet, pattern carpet, commercial carpet, carpet tile, ceramic tile, porcelain tile, glass tile, decorative tile, floor tile, wall tile, shower tile, subway tile, marble tile, wood tile, vinyl tile, and much more. Collins Brothers downtown. Whew.
Seeking success for yourself and others? Looking for a career that positively impacts people and communities? The Michigan Department of Corrections is hiring up to 800 corrections officers. Get paid, plus benefits, while you train. Make a difference while also enjoying a rewarding career. The next training academy is January 24th. Apply at michigan.gov mdoc jobs. Join the team at the Michigan Department of Corrections. Committed to protect, dedicated to success. The PIC Center is an independent practice that has provided care to the Jackson area for over 25 years. Doctors O'Neill and CAC supervise antibiotic infusions, as well as those for many other conditions, such as inflammatory bowel, joint and lung disease, anemia, and multiple sclerosis. Our modern facility is open seven days a week, and the infusion staff will make you feel right at home. Let your doctor know you have a choice where you receive your next infusion. Remember, when you've picked us, you've picked the best. You can have the same great Avenue Auto experience online. Browse our inventory, apply for financing, and get approved to get your next pre-owned vehicle entirely on our website. We'll even deliver right to your home. Visit us online today. We're with Deborah Kabitsky from Jackson County. And Deborah, I was just talking about uh, how many events I've been going to at Keeley Park. And I've gone to some, new, some events that were at some places beforehand. And they're now new and re-energized at this, uh, this new event center. And it's just awesome. What's the response been like? It is, it's been a great response, um, very similar. Um, they're busy there. Um, I, I think Mike had mentioned that we're booked on weekends like through June or something. Yeah. It's, it's pretty busy. So they've been doing a lot of work, a lot of advertising, getting people mm -hmm. in, getting the events back in. People miss the events too, I think, because we didn't have much last year. So I think people are enjoying getting out and going. Um, but yeah, they've been working hard over it at uh, Keeley Park, the event center. American One Event Center has been really busy. I've been myself to two events there the past month. And so, um, yeah, so they're, they're really doing well. Yeah, we're gonna be able to check the acoustics tomorrow night as a uh, oh, yeah, very, famous, generation in concert. very uh, uh, famous band will be playing at the YMCA party for a cause there. So I'm excited about that. Uh, I think it's gonna be a perfect um, spot for a big, big show like that. I think, I think it's gonna be yeah. cool. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, they have meeting space too, so yeah. small meetings, um, you know, 50 or 60 that have a little bit larger than, um, but you don't need the full event space, mm -hmm. you know, so they've got, they've got the meeting room plus the large conference room, so yeah. And the lobby, you could rent the lobby. You mm -hmm. really could rent the lobby, it's yeah. wonderful. Yes, big yes. Leather, big leather over stuffed chairs. It's nice for the wedding folks that want to get away from the wedding. Mm -hmm. It's a it's a wonderful, wonderful hide space. Yes, <laughs> yes, so they're doing a booming business. It's doing great. That's yeah, great. Yeah. I know there's uh, some additional improvements at Keeley Park that are uh, still uh, in consideration. Uh, the fencing, you want to change that. And how about the old uh, Rollatorium, the old American One Event Center? So initially, I think part of the negotiations for the naming of the center, we were going to upgrade that, do some renovations, I haven't been in the bathrooms there, but I've heard the bathrooms aren't that good at the oh, old I've one. Oh, I've been. At the old one. <laughs> not no, the new not. one. The, the old, old one. one. The new oh, one. The bathrooms, so, yeah, the bathrooms so. at the old one are yes. worst, worst 
public bathrooms in Jackson. Well, no, yeah. they aren't, but <laughs> so they need upgrades. We yeah. had planned <laughs> on doing some renovations for people that still wanted to use that, whether it be for smaller events mm -hmm. or different style events. Um, so we had planned on doing that, but um, the funding isn't there right now, so we have to kind of take a look at that and prioritize that. Um, so I haven't heard many plans going on for that yet, but we had anticipated doing some just aesthetic upgrades. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, um, maybe you could do naming rights and uh, get sponsorships for the bathrooms. Like <laughs> That's a great idea. The, the Luster Brothers Men's Room. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> I like it. Well, there's, you know, potential. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, we've got um, Daniel Mahoney, yes. county commissioner, who's uh, been elected Jackson mayor. So he has to leave the county commission. What's the process? Uh, what happens next? How do they uh, replace that seat? So we've had it happen in the past where people have left. Um, and so the commissioners can appoint somebody. They have a, a certain time frame to appoint somebody. We have a meeting. Um, our committee meetings are actually next week, so I'm sure there will be some conversations about it next week. Um, but they have to do it quickly. Mm -hmm. I think it's 30 days um, that they have to do it within. Um, and then if they don't, then um, there's a different process that would happen. Um, I'm not sure what that is. I think mm -hmm. it's an election. Well, I I'm think not they'll, sure. they'll probably do it right away because yeah. there are um, several people who have been angling for that uh, appointment. Mm -hmm. Yes. So. Yeah, so it'll, it usually happens pretty quickly. So um, they'll have conversations about that, and I would anticipate that they'll do it pretty quickly. Okay. They've done that in the past, so... Uh, we have a uh, new director of uh, JDOT, and are we all set for uh, winter? Have we put all our orders in for salt? Do we have uh, salt? salt. Yes. Yeah. Actually, they order salt early. Like, they do that in the summer. That comes early um, because they do want to be prepared. I mean, we got snow here yesterday, right? I, I was at lunch, <laughs> and I come out, and it's snowing. <laughs> um, so they're actually on top of that, um, and they do those types of large orders, get those orders in early. Um, so I haven't heard any supply issues, so Good. I think we're going to have salt for the winter. Um, but they're doing great. Angie's doing a great job, picked right up, um, and doing great. So they're moving along and And last well. time you were here, you hinted that the uh, new second floor ballroom at the County Tower Building was going to be uh, uh, a party uh, space for New Year's Eve. Anything further on that? I haven't. I'm not involved in the planning in that. Um, oh. But Denise at the fair and Lydia at the animal shelter are coordinating that together. Um, it is going to be a fundraiser for the animal shelter. Um, so I know they are still working on it. I don't have the details because I'm not actively involved in that. Um, but if you're interested, then contact the fair, Denise at the fair, or the animal shelter. Great. Appreciate you coming in today. Thank you very much. Thank you. Health Officer for Jackson County Health Department and Assistant Administrator for Jackson County, Deborah Kubitsky. Up next, Jackson's new mayor-elect, Daniel Mahoney. Stay tuned. Jackson School of the Arts is partnering with the community of Jackson to save the historic Vermeulen's furniture and breathe new life into this once abandoned building. We are creating a new downtown center for the arts where all arts are accessible to all children. Help build the future. 
Your connection will leave a legacy of bright minds, compassionate leaders, and community-minded citizens. Jackson School of the Arts, nearly two decades of building lives. Get the facts about the COVID-19 vaccine. COVID-19 vaccines are safe and effective and provide our best hope of ending the pandemic and returning to normal. The walk-in clinic at Center for Family Health is providing vaccines Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. and 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Saturday and Sunday. No appointment is necessary. Don't delay, stop in today. The Center for Family Health has been opening the door to healthcare for all in Jackson County for 30 years. When you need metal, and you need it now, Alro Metals Outlet is here for you. When your back is against the wall, our vast inventory of aluminum, steel, plastics, and more will help you get the job done. Whether you're a professional or do-it-yourselfer, our retail stores are your one-stop shop for metals. You select it, we cut to length, and shear to size, right here, right now. Because when you need metal, Alro Metals Outlet has your back. Someone once told me that every community needs a strong hospital, a strong college, and a strong bank. County National Bank is that bank. CMB provides outstanding personal banking services and is the bank of choice for several nonprofit organizations that serve our communities. It's an honor to be part of the growth of the communities we serve in Jackson, Roseville, Lenaway, and Calhoun counties. And we're proud to help local businesses expand and succeed. CMB is banking that stays in the community. Back to the morning show on JTV with us now is Jackson's mayor-elect Daniel Mahoney congratulations Daniel thank you so much thank you so much good morning good morning congratulations thank you it was uh, late in the evening before all the votes were counted uh, how are you feeling because it was close all night long you know <clears throat> excuse me um, uh, it was uh, Exactly what I anticipated, you know, I mean, uh, eight o'clock came around and that's when I finally was like, okay, now they start counting the numbers. Now I'm a little nervous about, you know, just making sure that the outcome was right. But uh, I told my team going into the day, uh, we had a meeting pretty late uh, on Monday and I said, you know, no matter what the outcome is, we ran a phenomenal race. I mean, we left everything on the floor. We did everything that we could do and more to make sure that the election results turned out uh, the way they did. So uh, at the end of the night, I was extremely happy with the results. When you take office, you're making history. You'll be Jackson's first black mayor. My what, goodness. What does, that, uh, uh, what does that mean to you? 
Well, you know, um, it, it means that I'm going to be under even more scrutiny mm -hmm. um, because, you know, the black community has a high amount of uh, very pressing issues that they're facing uh, that they're going to look to me to respond to and be responsible for making a difference in those mm -hmm. issues. Um, and the rest of the community is going to be looking to make sure that I'm not only concerned with the black issues in the community. Um, so I think it's going uh, it's going to create a little bit more of a microscope on the moves that I decide to make as the mayor. Um, but I, I feel prepared. I mean, and you know, it, it, it means a lot, but it also means that not only do I have to make history in being um, the first black mayor, so that part's done. Um, now the next thing is to make sure that I'm making history to be the best mayor that I can be. You know, uh, one that hopefully they'll want want to see me stick around for a, a little while because two years is a short amount of time. Yeah, it is. That's uh, very well said. Let me ask you, how do you kind of keep the momentum going as far as you know when people um, see downtown? Of course, you see downtown, and we've built up a lot of downtown and mm -hmm. have started working a little bit toward the outside. But how do we keep that momentum going, and how do we continue to grow that building? Well, I think, you know, economic development is one of the things that I, I ran my platform on. Um, so, I mean, we have to continue to use every tool that's in the tool belt of economic development, things that are available for government to use to make the city more attractive for investors to want to invest in our community. Um, and we have to stay on that path, but we also have to make sure that we're listening to what our citizens want, which I think at this point, they're ready to see some investment made into their neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't plan to, t to change the, the tune of the song that I've been singing since April, uh, which is to, to first and most uh, pressingly um, begin to address the violent crimes mm -hmm. and the, the shootings that are happening in this community. I mean, just the other day, we had a, a 16, 15, yeah, 15, I mean, you know, year old. it's crazy, right? It's awful. It's, I mean, and it really hits home because this is not just some kid. This is a family member of mine. You know, his father is, is my cousin, which makes him my cousin. And I mean, these are close family members of mine uh, that have been, you know, tremendously impacted by this. I mean, and that kid touched so many people's hearts. And, you know, so many people have love for him and have love for his family. And it's just excruciating pain to see someone lose their son. I mean, he's young. He's younger. My cousin, he's younger than I am. Mm -hmm. And now has to bury his son. Um, you know, so as a father of five children, um, you know, and a family member of his, and, and now the mayor, I feel an even more bigger responsibility to make sure that we are doing anything and everything that we can to address the violent crimes that we see happening in, in, in the city of Jackson. The campaign, you mentioned your team and uh, the work that you did was uh, the key to your victory. Mm -hmm. Both you and John Wilson, uh, well known, every I think in the community in Jackson that uh, were planning out of, on voting knew a, a lot about both of you. What was it, what do you think it was that, that uh, was the key to your uh, victory? Well, you know, from, from, the, from the start, I promised myself that I would not change my values as a person in order to win this race, which meant running a clean race. I'm not trying to dig up no dirt. I'm not trying to find out if somebody's water bill is overdue or getting a shutoff notice. I'm not hiring people to slander or um, throw dirt at my opponent. 
I felt like if I can't run based off the issues that I feel like this community wants to see addressed and the community in the city decides to vote for the, the other candidate, then I don't need to be the mayor. And that was what I felt like from day one. I'm not getting in the mud with anybody. I'm not gonna, no matter what anybody else says about me, I'm gonna put the blinders on and stick to the issues. And I think that that right there was the number one thing mm -hmm. um, that I stayed true to what my character is, uh, which is just being an upstanding guy and trying to, you know, show the community that I'm here to work for the people. And you know, this this city means, this city means the world to me. This is where I'm raising my five daughters and uh, got nieces and nephews here and uh, a ton of family members and. I just want to see Jackson continue to be a better city than what it is. At a victory party at Delanote across the street, and I noticed there were uh, people still, uh, I don't know if they were dancing, but there was still a movement uh, <laughs> at midnight last night. <laughs> well, we, we had no music, but I think people were still dancing. Um, you know, it was, uh, it was an exciting night. I mean, I had so many loved ones, so many people from around the community who stopped in and said hello. Um, and, and said congratulations or, you know, beforehand gave me encouragement that, you know, this is going to happen. And, you know, the, the love was definitely felt last night, man. I got my, my dad and my uncle here and my little brother from Atlanta and all my brothers and sisters from, from here in town and my mother. And, you know, just it was a, a, fa it was a family affair. And a lot of people came out to show their support. First mayor in the Mahoney family? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so what uh, what do you plan on uh, what do you plan on doing uh, day one? Um, so you know, well, I think day one is today, yeah. um, and that's what I told everybody last night. You know, we are we are definitely going to celebrate tonight, but uh, we are going to celebrate short um, and then get right to work. So I mean, day one starting today. First of all, I got to go get my yard signs up <laughs> so the city don't throw them all away. Um, but um, as far as the business of being the mayor, I feel like I have to spend the next three weeks um, meeting with uh, all of the people who are going to be at the table with mm -hmm. me, which means meeting with the city manager. Um, so I can kind of tell him what my vision is and he can tell me what his vision is because his vision impacts our community as well. Mm -hmm. um, that way we can try to have a common understanding. And then also meeting with the six uh, city council people and congratulations, a huge congratulations to uh, Miss Arlene uh, and Angelita, uh, who I was pulling for both of them to win as well and they both pulled it through. Um, meeting with all six city council people so we can have the same conversation exchange of what's your vision for your ward? Here's my vision for the city. Where do we have commonalities at? Um, and how can I help you achieve your vision? Because you are the representative. You are the voice. You are the expert on the issues concerning your ward. Mm -hmm. um, and I want to try to create a list of things that people want to see worked on for their ward. Um, and also provide them kind of a, a overview of, of the vision that I have for Jackson as well. And then um, preparing for being sworn in from that point. That's great. As uh, mayor, you've got one vote, but you do have uh, the, the, the ability to um, build a consensus mm -hmm. and uh, essentially a, a voting block in, in the council. You mentioned the two uh, other candidates who won last night. Um, have you uh, reached out, have had conversations with uh, council persons from two, two, four, and six, uh, 
Forgrave, uh, Dancy, and Schlechte? So um, I, I talk pretty regularly with uh, Freddie Dancy because we're both on the uh, Racial Equity Commission. Mm -hmm. um, so I already had a really good relationship with him even prior to this. Uh, uh, Freddie Dancy is actually my council person in mm -hmm. Ward 2. So um, I talk to him pretty regularly. Um, Laura actually came out last night for a few minutes to uh, spend some time over at the um, uh, victory party and um, you know that's the first thing she said when she talked to me why are you you know are you ready to get some work done and gave me a fist bump and you know I think the big thing about me is is I'm, I'm willing and um, able to work with anybody uh, as long as we have the same common goal of let's make Jackson a better place then we're going to work extremely well together, even if we have a difference of opinion on how to get there. As long as the end result is desired to be the same, which is making Jackson a better place, um, I think we can work out the roadway to get there um, along the way. Um, so I, I don't know um, Karen Brunel. I don't know her. Um, so I'm excited to meet her uh, in Ward 3. Everybody else I know, um, and, you know, Will Forgraves, we've had a short conversation, um, you know, and I, I respect him for staying neutral in the, in the election because you don't know who you're going to end up working mm -hmm. with. You know, I did the same thing on the county commission as well when new people would be running. I'm not endorsing anybody. Let's stay neutral because I'm going to work with next to whoever decides to come to the table, whoever the people elect. Um, so I think we're going to all work well together um, because, like I said, I think at the end of the day, we'll all have this same common end game goal, which is let's make Jackson better. Let's make Jackson the best it can be. Yeah, I think with uh, Laura Schlechte, since she was, uh, you defeated her in the primary, uh, there was a big question that uh, whether her, uh, her followers would uh, ask her or look to her to see who she was going to either support or endorse yeah. uh, between you and, and John Wilson. And she was noncommittal uh, on, on that. And I don't think it was because she wanted to stay neutral, but it seemed like she really couldn't decide. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, um, endorsements only go so far. You know, I think sometimes people, um, they take an, you know, they, they, they look to that person who they believe in and they may go uh, vote based off of that. But I think a lot of times, Bart, what people do is they may say, well, who do you think? And then they'll mm -hmm. turn around and do their own research, yeah. you know, and that's why the entire time, you know, I would say, yeah, I, I want you to vote for me. But most importantly, I want you to vote um, and vote for who you feel like best represents you. I'm not going to beg you to vote for me if my belief system doesn't align with yours. It does me no good to continuously ask you to vote for me. No, vote for who you feel like best represents you. Um, and um, more people feel like I represent them than the, the other opponent did. So, Will, um, you, will you be uh, spending a lot of time at uh, City Hall um, getting that office ready to go? You know, I got five daughters who uh, Derek Dobies has already gave them permission to come in early and start <laughs> decorating. So I don't even know if I'm going to have a choice on how the decorations look in there. Uh, my daughters are extremely excited uh, to help. Um, and I'm, I'm just, I'm just extremely excited to, to be honored to be the next mayor. Well, if you have five daughters, you must be a very patient man. Um, <laughs> no, my wife has all the patience. So. <laughs> uh, you're outnumbered. Uh, big time. Even the dog is a girl. <laughs> <laughs> How many 
bathrooms do you have? One, my <laughs> lord. <laughs> None. Mine is outside. They'll be like, Dad, you got to wait. I'm next. What's been, what, besides uh, your daughters, you mentioned they're extremely happy and proud. What, uh, what's your wife think? You know, um, she's, she's very proud. She really is. I mean, that is really my backbone. Um, I could not do what I do in the community if I didn't have someone who understood how important it was for me to be a public servant. I mean, she knows that I, she stuck with me through so many harebrained ideas <laughs> that um, when this one came up, she was like, well, if this is what you want to do, then you already know I support you. And I think it's a great idea. I think you'll be a great mayor. Um, and uh, let's, let's get there. Let's do what it takes to get there. So I, I really appreciate her um, because this is not just a big step for me. It's a big step for our entire family. Mm -hmm. Well, congratulations and uh, best of luck to you as you. Uh, you take office. Thank you so much. Jackson's mayor-elect Daniel Mahoney here with us on The Morning Show. We'll be right back. If you're looking for a high-quality, affordable alternative to the emergency room, then come to IEP Urgent Care's new location in Jackson. It's the same great ER physicians who have been providing care through our local hospitals since 2008, but now with a new location to serve you better. Our ER-trained providers believe high-quality care is for everyone, so we work with all insurances, including Medicaid and Medicare. Come see us on East Michigan Ave. Insurance companies are bragging all the time about their convenient photo app programs. The only convenience or advantage is to the insurance company. On average, these apps short your claim by thousands of dollars. If your insurance company requires you to take a photo to get paid, let TRIPS help. We'll take the photo, we'll write the estimate, so you get paid what you deserve, and we do this at no charge. Even if you don't have us fix your car, we can help. At TRIPS, the right repair is no accident. Searching for medical supplies can be a challenging aspect of the healthcare system, but with help from Brown's Advanced Care Medical Supplies, you can set your worries aside. Our expert staff takes the time to give each of our customers the personal attention they deserve and are trained to find the right products for each individual. If you can't come to us, then let our delivery team come to you to help set up your supplies so you can get back to what really matters, living your life. Brown's Advanced Care Medical Supplies. Locally owned, locally operated, locally loved. For over 35 years, Nostalgia Inc. has been Jackson's home for all things comics, graphic novels, and games. Whether it's Spider-Man, Batman, X-Men, The Walking Dead, or even Stranger Things and Star Wars, Nostalgia's friendly staff has decades of experience and can find the perfect gift for that fanatic in your life. With the largest selection and inventory of the latest comics, you're always sure to find something new and different at Nostalgia. Looking for something from years back? Our backstock selection can't be beat. And don't forget to ask about our subscription service so you never miss an issue. Into Magic the Gathering, D&D, Pokemon, or Tabletops? We've got everything you could ever need. Whether you're starting a new hobby, a seasoned collector, or just shopping for that superhero in your life, Nostalgia Inc. is the place for you. Nostalgia Inc. on Mechanic Street in downtown Jackson. 
Harbor Manor Rehabilitation and Nursing Center, our staff is committed to helping patients maximize the rehabilitation potential. We believe healthcare goals are best met by putting patients first, and patients are not just their healthcare challenges, they are people first. That is why the needs and preferences of each individual lead the way in how we provide care. I was hesitant. I did not want to come, but then I started realizing that it was my time to relax and take care of things. My experience here with Arbor Manor was wonderful. Uh, it was very encouraging. People here that I've met, and it's probably the whole building pretty much because I walked around a lot, are amazing, are simply amazing. I don't think I would have recovered as fast without Arbor Manor. They treated me like a princess. Welcome back to the morning program. It's uh, Supply Chain Wednesday. So there's going to be some more items that are hard to find, and I want you to get ahead of this to try and find these. Make some, make some notes. Yeah, so Ben & Jerry's has announced that they will not be making as many flavors. Did you know that? That's, That's already, fine, they make too many as No, it it's impacted me. It's impacted me <laughs> because I like trying some of the obscure ones. But don't worry, you can still get fish food and chocolate fudge brownie and half-baked fish sticks. There's gonna be a, there's gonna be a, a shortage of fish sticks. <laughs> I can't, I can't it's remember. It's gonna like happen. It's the happening. <laughs> They're saying watch out. They're saying watch out for fish sticks. Uh, Marie Callender's pot pies, these are gonna be almost impossible to find in a couple weeks. Wow. So if you're a Marie Callender's, that is gonna impact you. I it like serves those. four, Noah. <laughs> or Noah. Yeah. Serves four or Noah. <laughs> I'm upset with Noah as he cost me $10 yesterday. <laughs> Um, and then, you know, some candy, Sour Patch Kids, Toblerone, and uh, Swedish Fish. They've already chopped out a lot of We're those. gonna have a hard time finding some of our stuff. So, mm. and obviously you're seeing carbonated drinks, it's hard to find those. It is? Yeah, you don't, so this is the thing about you. <laughs> you don't shop for household goods and services. Mom does. Yeah. You should try it sometime. Well, I just, Say what I need. <laughs> well, a lot of times they don't have it, but yeah, very hard to find no. um, Diet Coke right now. Oh, no. I know. Yeah, th and that's been all through the pandemic. There was a shortage. Yes, but, mm. uh, you know, the Marie Callender's pot pies yeah. are a concern of mine. Hey, if you've ever wanted to try hockey, you've got an opportunity to try hockey for free, and that is happening Saturday, November 6th from 1 to 2, all ages, no experience necessary, and they're going to provide all the equipment and I don't want to speak for them but I bet you they'll give you a deal on some used equipment if yes. you like hockey a yeah. really good deal um, so I encourage you to uh, try hockey for free uh, we've we've done, done that yeah we yeah. have we've done it yeah. and you've become a, a pretty skilled uh, somewhat skilled hockey player I'll say yeah <laughs> And yeah. I think it was because of that time you got hit in the head with a puck. It is. I decided, you know what, I can't be watching <laughs> hockey. I need to play hockey yeah. with a helmet on. So Who's coming in? Uh, who's coming in tomorrow? We have with us Dr. Donna O'Neill, and huh. we have a special on-location chamber connection. We are at the Michigan Military Heritage Museum, so we will have that for you tomorrow. Later today on your show, Mike Jester, Dan Bickle, Jenny Metelka, Kesha Hamilton, Delaney Jones from Jackson High School, Leaf Relief, 
community outreach. That's it for today. We'll see you tomorrow.